Welcome, you're now listening to Get Out of Your Own Way Podcast, Episode 9. I'm your host. So, I got some disappointing messages back. Not disappointing for me personally, but just to hear, uh, although it's not a surprise by any stretch of the imagination concerning uh, Episode 8, No Fab. And uh, this one gentleman reached out and said, quote, I've been on NoFap for the past year, and I've relapsed five times. It's very frustrating because I don't know if I'll ever get past and over the hump, end quote. That's going to happen, man. When you first start off on your journey, it's going to happen because you're trying to implement something that is a life-changing and life-altering experience as far as something that you have been addicted to, something that is that has you in bondage, something that has taken over your life, and you're trying to walk away from it. So there's going to be these little instances that come in and swoop in and try to deter you by breaking you down And if you relapse, you relapse. It's not something that, here's the thing. This isn't a deal where you relapse, you go to prison for the rest of your life or anything like that. So don't beat up yourself. God forbid that you don't kill yourself or hurt yourself or anything crazy. Um, You just have to keep trucking. You have to refocus. You have to know what the, the goal is, what the ultimate goal is. And some people like to say, hey, can I go a year with uh, without any pornography, without any alcohol, without any gambling, whatever, whatever your vice is, whatever that is. It doesn't necessarily have to be just porn, but whatever that is that you're struggling with, you will overcome. It is mind over matter, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what. And I say ladies because obviously I, I you, you guys were able to hear the testimony of one particular lady that I had on the show in episode eight who heard uh, a video. But here's the deal. You can't beat yourself up. And I've talked about it almost at nausea that it is a crappy, crappy feeling that it makes you feel when you indulge in whatever it is that you're trying to break away from know it's tearing you up it's been tearing you up that's why you're trying to leave it behind you leave it in the past do not turn back to it but it's not called an addiction for a reason most people who are addicted to something they know it's not good for them and people who don't say that they're just living in denial until there's a certain time it's almost like something will happen that light switch will just come on on a random given day where you are sick and tired of being tired and then you're on your way but there's things that need to be done in the meanwhile and what i mean by that is what you have to do which what really helps you on your journey is to find new things that product that are productive Things that occupy your time, that are positive for you. So maybe that's uh, gym membership. 
um, getting a, a novel, you know, a book to read, starting your own class, um, learn some new languages, whatever the case may be. Like there are so many different things that you can do instead of putting your effort and energy into pornography. Put that same effort and energy into something positive, something that is going to elevate you, something that is going to level you up, something that's going to lift you up. So, uh, yeah, I feel bad for you. I, I've been there. I've been there, man. I've, I've been there. I've been, I've been that guy on the journey where I find myself relapsing. I've been that guy. And I've been sick and disgusted with myself Every, the, the, for the last time that that happened. And I haven't looked back since, man. You know, and it feels really, really good. I'm elated about it. Because it was something that just had a grip on my life and control over my life. So let me go to the next message that I, that I received, comment. I use porn as an alternative to actually dating women, end quote. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one um, <laughs> I almost you don't even know how to respond to that. Um, because I mean, I get it. I get it for all the guys out there who, um, who either struggle with dating, who don't like dating, who are not fond of women as far as not necessarily being gay, but because of the issues that they may have had with them. I can understand that, but at the same time, you don't want to use that as a justification to turn to porn you don't have to turn to porn nobody's putting a gun to your head to turn to porn because it's still going to have a negative effect for you on you and believe me this is something that I, even i did i played this exact same game with myself whenever i got into a uh, uh whenever i was in between relationships or girls or whatever you know, like I would turn to porn as an answer, as something that was like, oh, you know what? Like this makes me feel better anyway, because at least I'm not I don't have to spend 40, 50 dollars on a date. At least I don't have to deal with an attitude. At least I don't have to deal with any bickering. At least I don't have to deal with um, her not wanting to put out or whatever the case may be, you know. So, I mean, like. We will make we, we will justify what we're doing. And then enable ourselves to go do it because of those reasons that we fed ourselves, that we fed our egos or what, whatever. But at the end of the day, though. Porn. Is not the answer. It will not solve any womanly problems you have or things of um, that you're dealing with, whatever, like whatever. It's like there are other ways and better ways to go about your life because porn it, it it will it will do something to you that you will feel forever and ever and, and i mentioned this i mentioned this previously it's like i watched so much porn in my younger days i make myself sound like an old man but i'm really not that old i mean i'm, I'm in my 30s so but i watched so much porn though 
that there's these what I feel stained images and video clips in my mind that every once in a while will resurface. But I'm at a point now to where I'm not even aroused by those images. I'm disgusted by them. You know, and that's how I know I've made serious progress. That's how I know that I'm on a different level now as far as where I was and where I've become and, and who I've become. And truth be told, like, I have to give all praise to my Lord and Savior for that, because that was something that I was continuously just praying about, that God would just remove that filth from my life, that he would help me, that he would show me something, that he would um, put something in front of me before my eyes that I could start to sink my teeth into and stay focused on. As what I said just a few minutes ago, guys, we have to be able to continue to move forward, find you something that you enjoy doing, that you enjoy doing, that you know is positive, that you know is productive, that is taking your time, but you are relishing it. We, we have to find that thing. But that's enough for, for uh, the wrap up on episode eight in the comments. Um, again, this is episode nine, and I want to talk about a little something called Girls Night Out. And why am I talking about this in particular? Because I've already done a marriage episode. And I came across a video online where this husband locks his wife out of the house. She goes out on a quote unquote girls night out. And her husband locks her out when she comes back home. He, she, she gets back home like 12, 30, 1 o'clock at night. He's, he's in the house playing video games with his headset on. And she basically ends up um, sleeping outside or in the car. Um, and you don't really know the full details of what's going on here. But I want you guys to take a listen to this. And then I will pick up right where I left off. So... Take a listen. Currently locked outside my house right now because my husband is in there playing Call of Duty and he's got his freaking sound canceling headphones on. He has the deadbolt. He has the deadbolt on. He has no idea I'm out here. <sighs> okay, so let's back up right quick. Before I talk about this married woman let's pretend that she actually is a single woman there are several things that happen when a woman has a girl's night out with her fellow female friends number one more often than not she is scantily clad or wearing a skimpy outfit whatever the case may be more often than not Number two, she's going to be drinking with her fellow female friends when they're out and about. Whether that be at a club, whether that be at a bar, whether that be at a restaurant. Definitely. Number three, she is most certainly going to be in the presence of several other men. Guys, males, fellas. So 
in essence, what a girl's night out really is, is for a woman to advertise herself. Women already know when they're getting ready to go out. Yes, you may be in the presence of female friends. That's fine. But I can assure you, you're not dressing up for each other. You are going out and putting yourself in a position to where males are more than likely to approach said women who are, like I said, scantily clad or wearing a skimpy outfit that are drinking. There's a very high probability of that. And women know this. You ladies know this. If you fit that above description where you were going out with your homegirls to a restaurant, to a bar, to a club, whatever it is, a lounge, whatever, whatever, whatever is your, your cup of tea, whatever. Y'all already know what you're doing. You already know. I've never in my life. When I used to go to clubs, I've never in my life seen a, a female show up at a club in some sweatpants, in a hoodie, <laughs> in, in some loose jeans, in, in, a, in, a, in a professional work attire. No, no, I, I, I personally never seen that. And I'm sure every dude under the sound of my voice would agree with me. And even you women would agree with me. For all of you that actually have gone to clubs, been to clubs, bars, and what have you, that's not my thing anymore. But when I used to go, are you kidding me? Every woman, every woman is there showing off her assets. Every single woman is advertising. Every woman in that environment. You might have one out of a hundred that is dressing pretty conservative or so. But more often than not, when you put yourself in that spot, women are going to dress provocatively when in, in, in a girl's night out situation, quote unquote. Now, keep in mind, we're still on the single part as far as this particular subject is concerned. Because I find it so very repulsive that the thought taking into account everything I just said, everything I just said concerning this particular matter, that a married woman would actually have a quote unquote girls night out. Like I said, I keep in mind of, of, the, of, the, of the, the, the three things that I mentioned and I dare anybody, I dare anybody to chime in, message me, Leave a voicemail, whatever you want to do, and say that's totally not true. Like, who are you kidding? Look yourself in a mirror when you're getting ready to go out on a Friday night, a Saturday night, to some bar or to some club. Are you throwing a hoodie on? Are you throwing some sweatpants on? No, you're not. You're throwing on a nice dress, maybe some high heels, putting on some makeup. You know you're probably going to have a, dr a drink or two when you get there. And you know there's going to be plenty of dudes there. So you have to ask yourself. What 
in the world is a married woman doing in a girl's night out situation? Ladies, I got news for you. Your last girl's night out should have been what we like to call the bachelorette party. That's what you ladies call it. That's your last girl's night out. For us fellas, we call it the bachelor party. But once you get married, once I mean, that's a whole nother life, man. That's a whole nother level of commitment. The only time you should be going out for nights out are date nights out with you and your husband linking up with a friend of yours and her husband or her significant other. Any any happily married woman will tell you that any happily married man will tell you that you don't go late, have late night outs with a handful of friends putting on a skimpy outfit. I was like, no, like nobody. We, we weren't born yesterday. I already know exactly what that means. You are putting yourself in a position because here's here's the bottom line. If you if you were a happily married woman. Your behind would be at home with your husband or your husband would be out with you. So you're not fooling anybody. And it's not, and I'm not even talking specifically just this this girl alone, because there's been there's several other women who have done this, who are actually married. And find themselves having girls night out. Are you kidding me? Like, really? It's like, how would you feel if you were a happily married woman and your man is going out for the night saying, hey, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with the boys, but I'll be back sometime later tonight. And he leaves you at home. And you know you don't want him to go. You know he, you miss him. You know that you should be with him. And he's going to go out to some club or to some bar to shoot pool. And then he comes back 1, 2 o'clock in the morning or something like that. And you've been wondering where he's at. And your mind is going crazy. So it's the same rule that applies here. It's a double standard. I was like, once you, that's that, the girl's night out thing, that's cool. That's cool as a single woman. Even, even to be honest with you, if you're serious about any man who you're, who you're just, who you're even just dating, if you're serious about any man, you would invite that man to a so-called girl's night out. And you introduce him to your girlfriend's. If you're serious about him, you don't leave his side. You stay with him. There, it, it's like I said, it's more excusable when he's not your husband. Don't get me wrong. But once you make that ultimate step of commitment and you are a wife, you've made the commitment, you've had a wedding, you're now a part of that married life. The girl's night out, honey. That's that doesn't exist anymore. Now, I don't know if this now clearly, clearly just even though you even though you guys weren't able to see the video clip. This man was not happy. Clearly was not happy about this girl's night out. He was not happy about it. He didn't give her uh, to, I mean, to lock your wife out of the house pretty much tells the story. I mean, he dead bolted the door. As she said in the clip, as you heard, the door was deadbolted, which means she was not welcome back at that night because he was not 
he he did not accept the fact that she had a girl's night out. He did not approve of that. Because if he did, she wouldn't have been outside trying to get in. So, I mean, we, we have to be better, y'all. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, and granted, yeah, there's ups and downs in, in relationships and marriages. You're going to have times where you're getting on each other's nerves. But that doesn't justify if, if, you, if, if you're butting heads with your significant other, your spouse, whatever the case may be. That doesn't justify for you to go out and, and, and advertise yourself to other men who potentially just maybe could be better than who you're with. Because that's ultimately what you're doing. And there's women who will say, no, that's not it. I, I really just wanted to go hang out with my girls. I really, that's all. And, and I've heard it. I've heard, I've heard it all. I've heard it all. I've heard it all. But what I'm trying to do is actually spit facts. And the fact of the matter is, is that some women have come forth and been like, yes, exactly. That is exactly the point. That's exactly the idea. More so, women who are single will admit that quicker than a woman who is actually taken. And when I say taken, I mean a woman who's simply just dating somebody or in a relationship with somebody. But ultimately, the bottom line is, even if you're dating, you're still single. You have not made the jump to marriage. So that's why I said earlier, it's, it's more excusable. For, it's more excusable. It's a little more understanding, you know, because... You haven't made the jump. But it's something that I personally still don't accept. I was like, if we're if I'm going to go out with you now, it's one thing if it's like a family affair or something like that, where it's a more formal type deal. Maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's a wedding. Maybe it's a graduation, you know, a special event. But but the girls night out thing. Are you kidding me? Where you're putting on something that, you know, doggone well. You're trying to show off your body, what you have to offer to other men who you who, who don't belong to you that you're not seeing. But you want to see if you still got it. That's what you're doing. And some some women, not a lot, but some women are truthful about that fact. Some women are. But the majority of women like to play dumb, unfortunately, and act like that's not what they're doing. I mean, come on, man. If you really loved the guy that you were seeing, the guy that that you are married to or a guy that you can see yourself being married to. You are with him ninety nine point nine percent of the time when you're free, when you're not working, when you're not doing anything. If you're not with him, you are thinking about him. If a guy is absolutely amazing to you. In every which way, he makes you feel special. He makes you feel warm. He gives you butterflies, all the above. If a dude makes you feel that way, you're spending your time with him and vice versa. That's why it's inexcusable, but it's on a whole nother level of inexcusable when you are actually married. I just I can't fathom that. I don't care if you're butting heads with your husband. I don't I don't care if you guys have not been seen eye to eye lately. There's other things that you can do to occupy your time. There's other things that can be done to rectify the issues that you might be having with your husband. I mean, take a walk. Go to the gym. Blow some steam off there if you're upset. 
Maybe go see your dad or your mom. Maybe go see an, an aunt or uncle. But to literally go out to a club or a bar with fellow female friends. Guys, ladies, we, we got to be better. We have got to be better. And, and everyone knows who they are that I'm speaking to. You know who you are. You know what you're doing. We're adults. Stop playing games and acting like, no, that's not what I was trying to do. Stop it. Here's the thing. If you show up to a club or a bar, you're not drinking and you're wearing a hoodie, you're wearing sweatpants or anything that does not complement your body. That is the only time that is the only time that I will actually give a pass to a woman who's having a so-called girls night out. But unfortunately, that's not how your significant other feels. That's not how they feel. Unless it was already talked about and it was understood. But there, there, quite frankly, there should never even been a, a, a discussion about that. There shouldn't even been a discussion about that. If two people are serious about each other, if two people are dead serious about each other, this conversation doesn't even exist as far as leaving each other for a night out of fun with other friends and leaving the other person at home by themselves. That's just ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And just to hear that, that is precisely why relationships don't last long anymore. That is precisely why when you hear stuff like this. So we got to be better. We have to elevate and we got to level up, y'all. And that brings this particular episode to a conclusion. Please, with all your comments, messages, you can keep them coming to my email if you like. But I'm now on Twitter. I'm now on Instagram. Um, you can actually find me on Patreon as well. And um, just lift me up by name. My, my, just pull up my name in the search box. Tim Davidson. You'll see me. Um, but yeah, keep your comments and messages coming. Twitter is TD Babyface 1182. IG is Babyface underscore 1182. And um, I appreciate all your support that you guys have given me, all the feedback that I've gotten so far, um, which it's been a little sporadic, but the show is pretty new still, you know, not even not even a month and a half, two months in, something like that. So it's pretty new stuff, but I will keep the content coming. Like I said, if you actually... Uh, join me on Patreon um, and become a subscriber. I'll have all sorts of new uh, bonus content, videos, messages, polls, uh, as well as a giveaway every once in a while. So once again, look me up on Patreon.com and put just put in my name and I'll pop right up. But um in the next episode, I'll be talking about defying COVID-19 and uh, things that we can do, that we all can do um, to get better during this global pandemic. So stay tuned for that.